Welcome to Teaching Tips with Dr. Ed, the podcast where we discuss ideas to make your elementary or any level classroom a better place to be. Today's tip is to understand student differences. There are a lot of ways that make differences in our classroom with our students. So I'm going to talk about uh, four areas that may uh, impact the uh, the kids sitting in your class. We sometimes think of our class in um, general terms. We talk about our kids or our class or you know the, the boys in my class or the girls in my class or however you uh, group them together. And I want to remind you for today's tip is that not everybody is the same. Each kid is individual with their own stuff going on. So we'll talk about some different th- differences going on over the next couple of t- tips here. So I've uh, broken it down into four categories. One is cultural differences, one is ability levels, and next is learning styles, and then personalities. So cultural differences is what exactly what it seems. Um, different kids come back, come to school with different ideas about uh, about learning and about the importance of school, and um, they come from with with different backgrounds about um, what their experiences have been based on their cultural cultural differences, right? So you can talk about. Um, ways that, that that will affect you, particularly I'm thinking of my students in New York City. We have a tremendous amount of cultures represented. Um, you'll notice in, in the area you're working in, um, sometimes you'll get more of one background than the other. Maybe you will share the cultural background of the kids in your class. Um, but the more you know about the cultural differences that the kids have in play, the more those differences sort of become similarities or they become uh, unique strengths for, for each group. So. Um, the cultural differences definitely plays a big role. The second thing I'm talking about is ability levels, right? So you'll get kids. Um, I should say a long time ago, uh, there was a situation. So when I first started teaching, we had hierarchical classrooms, whereas there was one class on, on the grade known as the top class, and then we had a bottom class, and that was how, how it went. And now that there's been a big push away from that to do heterogeneous grouping in schools so that you have children of different ability levels living, uh, living working in the same classroom together and that will prevent present a lot of uh, practical challenges to teachers because if people are on different levels um, we need to know where they are and then how we can design instruction to meet them where they are and push them all forward so different ability levels makes it uh, uh, diff- different and it's, it really is a balance because um, one of the pieces of teaching advice I got early on was sometimes to sort of underestimate what the kids know so that you're not teaching things that are above their level but on the same token, you don't want to teach things that, that students already know and bore them and all that. So the idea of finding out what the, the current ability levels are is key. The other thing is learning styles. There's been a lot uh, written about how kids have different learning styles. Some kids prefer uh, different modes of instruction and activities and whatnot. I think the important thing to remember about learning styles is you will have kids that favor certain things. Like for some kids like working in groups or certain kids uh, like using technology to learn things or um, you know some kids either are auditory or they, they learn by doing and all that kind of thing. I think the uh, the adjustment on learning styles is not so much that each kid has one particular learning style but that all school students can benefit from multiple approaches to approaching content. So try and do as best you can to um, you know give kids a lot of options with with the way you instruct things and then sort of see the feedback uh, you know the uh, you know the I guess the innate feedback from them of which ones they enjoy I actually find myself I, I shy away from group work sometimes and then when I do it sometimes I'm like oh the kids really enjoy it they're engaged at a level 
that uh, they usually aren't. So it usually encourages me to do more group work. So um, push yourself on that to find out learning styles. And the last thing is just personalities. Everybody's personality is different. And you'll learn in your classroom, certain kids are more agreeable to things. Some kids are, you know, they're, they're more mercurial. They, they, you know, like just seems like they're, you know, upset all the time or whatnot. Um, those, those personalities are going to play into your instructional techniques. It's also going to play into your ability. Um, I would say to control your own emotions. I notice it when uh, my more difficult students, you know, when I find myself personally reacting, you know, getting angry or like, you know, gritting my teeth or like um, just any of the involuntary responses that I have because I'm another emotional human being in the classroom with them. Um, that's when I need, I know I need to like, just take it, take a second and, and remember like, you know, these these are nine-year-olds like, so, um, but it's difficult. It can very be difficult, very much be difficult here. Um, one last thing I just want to remind you here, not everyone's story is like yours. However you arrive to where you are now in this classroom is may not be what the other, what the kids are facing. Um, so uh, particularly if you're from the area, like I always bring it back to me, I'm from the area. I went to the school, I lived in the neighborhood. Like I feel like, oh, these kids are me. Those kids are not you. Um, Their story is different than yours. And by the very fact that you have chosen to go through all this schooling on your own and then become a teacher, it sets you apart from a lot of kids. Like, you know, so you obviously um, believe in education in such a way that you think it's important. Um, It's gotten you where you want to go. Uh, The kids in your class, especially at a young age, they may not share those, those thoughts. So... Um, And kids may be facing things you have no idea about. So so be patient with people. I think that's good advice for life, honestly. People might be going through things um, that you don't know or have experiences you don't know. So keep it in perspective and just, you know, try and make connections with students, but don't um, automatically assume that everybody's experiences up to this point have been just like yours. So those are a couple of tips on differences with students. We'll talk more about um, different other ways that students are doing different incoming tips but thank you for joining us on teaching tips with dr ed if you have any um, ideas or feedback email teaching tips with dr ed at gmail.com and we'll talk to you soon